Well, hey, everybody. It's Voo episode number eight for Wednesday, September 9, year of our Lord, 2020. Yeah, and uh, the allergies, the allergies, Indiana allergies. That's right. I'm coming to you from an undisclosed location in the heartland. And uh, allergies, they've made it to here, to here. Uh, you know, the, the fall allergy season here in Indiana is the one that follows on the summer uh, allergy season, which is the one that is right on the heels of the spring allergy season. In, in fact, the only good thing about winter here in Indiana is that it kills off all the all those spores and all those things, those allergens. That once you have that first really hard freeze, it sets in, and uh, you have a, maybe a snowfall. That's a great time of year because outside the air is crisp and cool, and and all of that, those allergens are are killed off outside. Now it's the exact same time that uh, you close all your doors, shut all your windows, turn on the heat, and stay inside for three months and let all the inside spores just circulate around. (laughs) That's right, ladies and gentlemen. If you're coming back as anything, come back as an allergist in Indiana. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, good to have you here. 20 minutes of freshly curated content just for you, the VU crew. That's who you are. And you know what you get when you get here. Coffee, current events, faith, FSU football, who could ask for more? Really, seriously. All in about 20 minutes with your host, Woody Cumbie, here on The Voice of One, otherwise known as VU. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as if 2020 is not crazy enough, I bring you this story from Douglas County, Georgia. And I find this on the Huffington Post. That's right. <laughs> I'm currying the Huffington Post because I know you're not reading it. So anyway, I'm going over and risking. Think of the things I risk for you, the VU audience. So here in uh, Huffington Post uh, for yesterday, posted yesterday, there's this story. The headline is Disorderly Goat Takes Over Cop Car, Headbutts Deputy, and Eats All the Paperwork. The whole thing's caught on video, too. It's right here. All right, here's what it says. It says, a sheriff's deputy in Georgia had a run-in with the baddest of the bad last week when she returned to her cruiser to find a goat had taken over. The Douglas County Sheriff's Office said the unnamed deputy was serving as civil papers at a home during the encounter. She typically leaves her car door open as she's had to retreat from what she calls vicious dogs in the past. Well, never once did she expect or consider that what was about to happen that day, the agency wrote. Footage from the hairy situation (laughs) showed the goat in the front seat and was busily eating the deputy's paperwork. (laughs) It reminds me of a couple, uh, yeah, a couple excuses for not having my homework. But anyway, Uh, So anyway, Goat is eating the paperwork. Then, it goes on to say, after leaving the vehicle with a mouthful of delicious papers, the Goat delivered a headbutt to the deputy's knees. Ouch. And it knocked her to down uh, before hoofing it from the scene of the crime. (laughs) That's right, ladies and gentlemen. 
Oh, my gosh. 2020. You know, you put a lot of things under the category of 2020, can't you? Man, we are going to look back. It's going to have its own enduring hashtag, 2020. Wow. Hey, listen, a reminder, VU has, uh, boy, it's, it, it's distribution channels have, have uh, expanded. I don't know why. The thing self self-distributed, but now it's available not only on its host site, Anchor, not only on your your favorite music site, uh, Spotify, but also it's on Pocket Casts, Breaker, Radio Public, and Google Podcasts, big time, Google Podcasts. That's right, Spotify. Yes, that's right. Vu, it's waiting there for you. That's right. So <laughs> now the link that I put uh, in the for if you went to to me on on Facebook and you linked off of Facebook uh, or Twitter, the link I put there uh, today uh, takes you to Spotify. Uh, I've been linking over to the host site Anchor, and from Anchor, there's a button that says "Listen on Spotify." It'll take you there. But today, um, it's my goal anyway to put this uh, as a link to Spotify. If I can get that done, that way it'll take you right to Spotify. And remember, when you go to any of these sites, whether it's Anchor, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Radio Public, or Google Podcasts, remember you can like it, you can subscribe to it, you can download it, you can do all those things. You can get notices, whatever, however it is you want to interact with VU, and you can share it. And that's really uh, one of the most helpful things you can do is uh, is just just share it and get it out there, and uh, we'll get the voice of one. Uh, out there into the podcast sphere. Now, remember, if you're if you're just telling somebody how to find it on Facebook, if that's the easiest thing you know how to do, uh, just tell them to put Dark Roast Vu in the search engine, uh, in the search bar up there. Put for Dark Roast Vu on your Facebook search, and it'll take you right to the page. All right. Well, hey, ladies and gentlemen, as promised. I as promised, I was going to bring you the um, the coffee Woody's coffee rankings. Woody's coffee rankings. So the big reveal today uh, of Woody's coffee rankings. But first, uh, here is uh, I, I was I was thinking about coffee in media, coffee in movies, coffee in literature, that kind of thing. Well, I'm going to take you back to 1991, and there was a movie. Uh, Steve Martin was a star in in that in that uh, movie, and so you can kind of imagine the context right away. Steve Martin is the is the lead uh, character, and it was called L.A. Story, 1991. Now, in 1991, we, we the the coffee craze really hadn't gone around America like like it is today, right? People weren't used to these complex orders, but it had already taken hold out on the West Coast, right? And this was called L.A. Story. So in a sneak peek of what was to come for the rest of us, there's a, a table full of people. Steve Martin and, uh, and the other uh, cast were around a table, and, uh, and he orders coffee. So all the rest begin to follow suit with their relatively complicated coffee orders. So take a listen to this clip from L.A. Story 1991. I'll have a decaf coffee. I'll have a decaf espresso. I'll have a double decaf cappuccino. Do you have any decaffeinated coffee ice cream? I'll have a half double decaffeinated yes. half cap with a twist of lemon. I'll have 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 a twist of lemon. 
<laughs> All right, Steve Martin. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I promised you, here it is. It is Woody's Coffee Ranks. Woody's Coffee Ranks. So, uh, and so it's like this. It's like there's five ranks. It'd be kind of like one is the worst and five is the best, only we're not going to do that. It'd be like one star to five stars, not going to do that. So I'm going to go from like worst to best, worst to best. And here are my coffee rankings. Uh, worst, coming in at worst, this is what, what I w- will label a coffee if it's just the worst. And I'm going to call it Keurig Acid. Keurig Acid. This is my worst category. It comes from the TV show Bosch. I don't know if you watch Bosch, but but Bosch was a detective and uh, out in L.A. And then uh, there was this sergeant that was uh, stuck in the office. He was always looking for a good cup of coffee. And he'd have to settle for whatever the the office, the government, right, the government, the police office had bought for uh, the cur- little curry capsules. And he <laughs> he would refer to the coffee as curing acid. So anyway, that I'm going to call that my worst case. So if it's just the worst, I'm going to call it curic acid. Now, one up from that, one up from that, from the bottom, is going to be this. Better than Pepsi. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, better than Pepsi. Now, Pepsi is literally one of the worst be- beverages ever created on the face of the earth. And uh, Diet Pepsi in particular, I mean, just absolutely horrible. I mean, oh, my gosh. Uh, I mean, when I go into a restaurant, I, I will always ask, it's like if I'm not familiar, I'll always ask now, do you have Coke products? They'll say, no, we have Pepsi. And I'll be like, I'll have iced tea. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so you know, Pepsi would just be, uh, you know, curic acid. So uh, I, I, one step up would be better than Pepsi. Now, as I told you once before, I, I use the word consumable. Now, we're going to let that be the medium. That's kind of like the medium. It's kind of okay. It's the break point. It's the neutral. It's like the three-star, right? So we're just going to call that one consumable. Now, as we break into the to the better into the better stuff, uh, the next to highest you can get an equivalent of like the four star. We're just going to call that a good cup of coffee, right? Plain and simple, straightforward, right? If you if you get something, it's like, wow, you know that's a good cup of coffee. It's got a satisfying sense to it, right? You you've got that coffee flavor, that coffee taste. It's what what you think coffee really should taste like. It's and so it's like, you know, don't, don't, don't overcomplicate it. Don't overcomplicate it. It's just, it's a good cup of coffee. Now, guys, if it just hits the zenith of coffees, right? If it's just like, boom, I'm going to subscribe to this. This is, I got to have this all the time. This is the coffee of all coffees. If it, if it somehow makes that ultimate peak, we're going to call that voo approved. It's going to be VU-approved coffee, right? If it's if it's the absolute zenith of coffee, it'll be, it'll it'll get the coveted VU-approved ranking. All right, so from bottom to top, Keurig acid better than Pepsi, consumable, good cup of coffee, and VU-approved. <laughs> well, today I'm just sipping on some consumable coffee, but you know what? On Friday I'm going to have a custom coffee review. Yep. I had coffee brought into me by, you know, my office by a VU listener and uh, brought me some coffee I have uh, never tried before. And so 
we're going to have our first taste of uh, this particular coffee. I'll reveal the name of it and the whole thing uh, on Friday uh, to you. Exclusive, uh, exclusive taste test coming your way on Friday. Hang on just a second. I'm going to do a consumable slurp. Hold on. Yeah, consumable, consumable. All right, folks, uh, today on VU, <laughs> Caribbean getaway, jail for churchgoers, and voice of one. It's all coming your way in just a moment right here on VU. Hang on. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back to segment number one, Caribbean Getaway. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I mentioned the other day that folks are fleeing the cities, but that's not all. <laughs> People are fleeing the country. Now, think about it. What would you do if you just had money to burn? I'm talking about if you were NBA player rich. I'm talking about if you were mega rich, right? What would you do right at this moment? I'll tell you what some people are doing. They're not just fleeing the city. They're fleeing the country. All right, I bring you this from Zero Hedge yesterday. Tyler Durden post this story, and it says this, says wealthy Americans aren't just fleeing big cities for rural communities amid the virus pandemic, social unrest, and surge in violent crime. Some of these folks are leaving the country until the dust settles. Citizenship advisors, government agencies, and real estate developers are pointing out a surge in inbound migration flow of Americans to countries in the Caribbean Sea ahead of the U.S. presidential election. Forbes spoke with Mohamed Asaria, whose range developments is constructing six new census resorts in Grenada, said Americans are flocking to the Caribbean as a means to, quote, hide out, end quote, from the socioeconomic implosion stateside. Quote, you've got uh, the election coming. That's number one. You had COVID in certain places in the U.S. have been challenged through that. And more are working remotely, end quote. Requests for long-term stay at Secret Bay in Dominica have soared 66% this year as Americans seek isolation in the mountain, mountainous Caribbean island nation. Right? Quote, it's the first time the U.S. has gone through a period like this, and it's not just the COVID-19 situation. Gregor Nasiev, its owner, told Forbes, it's the fear of what an extreme outcome on the left or right may look like after the presidential election, end quote. Then it goes on to talk, they talked to, to a person in, uh, in Barbados and talked about how they're unveiling a brand new 12-month welcome stamp. They're talking about other Caribbean nations and how they realize what's happening. They're looking for a longer-term uh, kind of uh, visa to be there. So folks are, ladies and gentlemen, uh, folks who have the money, they're saying, wait, wait, we're going to vote by mail, and then <laughs> we're taking the tube, the flying tube, and we're going to kick back in the Caribbean until this whole thing is over. <laughs> wow. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we'll be right back for Jail for Churchgoers.
Welcome back, everybody. Segment number two. Hold on just a second. All right, segment number two, jail for churchgoers. It's happening in America. Well, uh, California. <laughs> anyway, hey, I ran across this interview. I was watching uh, this interview the other day on Mario Murillo's show, and he was interviewing Che On. And Che On is a Korean-American. He's a pastor of the Harvest Rock Church in Pasadena. Now, this guy, he's, he's an influential uh, pastor. He's appeared on Trinity Broadcasting, God TV. He's been on the Eric Metaxas show. Uh, anyway, so here's a clip of what he talks about, what's happening right now to uh, he and his church in their context there in Pasadena. So uh, just listen to Pastor on just for a moment. So they're threatening me a year in jail. And and um, the, I, I received two weeks ago a letter from our city prosecutor here in Pasadena saying that we continue to meet, that they will arrest me, put me in jail. But knowing that, our church members, they will get uh, up to a $1,000 citation per person, but also he threatened to put them in jail. And so this uh, overreach bullying is just so yeah. unbelievable because California is letting criminals out because of yeah. COVID-19 because of crowdedness, and yet they want to arrest law-abiding citizens who are God-fearing. Wow, wow. In America, ladies and gentlemen. Now, as I understand it, multiple lawsuits, right, are being brought right now by churches in the state of California. And here's the truth. It's a deliberate overreach by the leftist government of California. Now, the pastor goes on to say that the governor knows that, by and large, the people who go to church— aren't voting for him, right? <laughs> aren't voting for that governor. And uh, they're, they're Trump voters by and large, the pastor says. And so the, uh, the governor, it's, uh, it feels like a kind of malicious, a targeted campaign against the church or, uh, churches. So now, folks, if you're a pastor, if you're a churchgoer, there are what's called First Amendment rights. They're the ones being referred to in reference to the, quote, protesters, that they have the right to peaceably assemble. It's a First Amendment right to speak out. But, but that First Amendment right also speaks specifically of churches and our freedom to uh, express our worship without interference of the, of the government. And so I'm telling you, we're going to have to fight for our constitutional rights and pray and and fight back in, in the courts, do the things that we have to do to make sure that our rights are uh, vouchsafed at this moment. So God bless you guys. I'm going to come back for segment number three, Voice of One, in just a moment. Welcome back, everybody, to uh, the final segment, segment number three, Voice of One. All right, ladies and gentlemen, God has given each of us a life and a voice, and we get to use it. we got one chance to use this voice uh, to His glory and steward it well in the life in which we live. And so I, I want to talk about the why of this podcast just for a moment. Uh, this is a defining moment in our country. It's a, it's a kind of recalibration that's happening. And whatever happens, however, it's, when it, all the dust settles, it's not going to be the same. Some people are talking about the new normal. I'm just telling you it's not going to be the same. And uh, there's a spectrum out there. 
And you might want to say on one end of the spectrum is atheist, uh, oppressive uh, communism, the, the oppression of atheistic communism. On the other end of the spectrum is the, the liberty described in the Declaration of Independence and the U.S. Constitution. And when it's all over, we're going to be closer to one of those than the other than, than we are right this second. The, the needle will never be pointed to the exact same spot. It's going to go one way or the other. And I think which way it goes depends upon good people making their voices heard. And history has shown that those who try to ride the fence at a moment like this are in the end the biggest losers. Now, you're going to have to, you're going to, have to choose a side. It may not, that fact, it may not be evident to you right now. It may even sound crazy to you, but it will become clearer as the days go on. It's not a time for whining and complaining. It's not a time for hand-wringing. Christians are too apt to all of that. Oh, my God, you know, Y2K. Oh, my God. Look, now is a time for faith, and it's a time for action. And for me, part of it, part of the action is creating this podcast, now, sure, I'm going to have some fun. It's not all politics. It's not all serious. It's not all faith. Now, a lot of podcasts out there, if that's what you want, if you want 100% sermon, there are a lot of them out there. A lot of politics, a lot of them out there. Now, this is, this is you know, a roughly 20 minutes. Um, it's, but it's my way of adding my voice to the conversation. And I hope to do it in a way that's somewhat entertaining, but I'm going to keep it real. Now, look, these are decisive and defining days in our country, and I hope that you'll use your voice in whatever platform, whatever arena you have to let it be known and let your your viewpoint count during these days. We'll be talking more in the the coming uh, episodes about how how your voice can count and making it count at a time when making your, your voice count is very important. So God bless you guys. Hey, thanks so much for being here on the VU audience. Hope you'll like, hope you'll share, hope you'll subscribe, do all those things and what makes this thing go. And uh, you can remember, you can always email us at uh, VUcast at yahoo.com. All right, Pastor Woody here, and uh, you guys have a great Wednesday, and I'll see you on Friday. God bless you.